Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach Peak Podcast Experience. I'm your host, Alexa, as always. And today we've got an interesting episode that I think is going to help a lot of you. Okay, so if you're if you're listening to this and you're kind of feeling that you're you're stuck in the in the weird pattern of not knowing exactly what you need to focus on when it comes to your nutrition, and just kind of feeling like you're spinning your wheels, feeling like you're stuck, feeling like you're jumping from strategy to strategy, or finding that you're doing things without any true effect. Well, keep on listening because this very episode could be the solution for you, or at least the start of one. Like I, like I always say, these podcast episodes are here to help you, but they can't solve everything for you because everyone's individual, of course. But I hope it gives you some inf- information around how to start more prioritizing your nutrition. And that's why we're going to be talking about the nutrition pyramid of priority, or in the other way, I like to call it the hierarchy of importance for athlete nutrition success. And you would have realized, yes, that is the title because that's what we're talking about. What are the priorities you got to focus on? What is the hierarchy that's important to establish successful nutrition change that can actually get you closer to your goals? Because, you know, you get, you probably have all these questions in your mind, you know, what is the most important thing to focus on with your nutrition? Should you track calories or macros? How important are supplements really? What nutrition strategies should I try first? And many more. I'm sure there's many more. And these are just paraphrasing things that have been asked me and all this sort of stuff. But that's what we're going to do. We're going to be deep diving into the nutrition pyramid of priority, a longstanding evidence-based framework for approaching your nutrition correctly, essentially. Okay, because you need to you need to understand like the the hierarchy of importance when it comes to achieving your success as an athlete or as an active individual, whatever you consider yourself, someone who's trying to become better. Okay, whether that's through transforming your body or sporting performance, doesn't matter, is that you have to understand there is a hierarchy. And too often I see athletes focusing on the wrong thing at the wrong time, which either leads to a lack of consistent results or simply steers them away and down the wrong path in the first place. Either which one is not going to be ideal for you, I'm sure. And maybe you've already experienced this and then this is resonating for you and this is sounding familiar to you. And if so, keep on listening. Okay. Because to be successful in nutrition, you need to know what is most important and in the order of which you need to focus on it. Because at the end of the day, when you look at nutrition, nutrition is a collective execution of strategies and behaviors that really determines what you eat and then in turn how that affects you. So you need to know the hierarchy so you can really level up your nutrition game. And that's why I want to introduce you to this nutrition hierarchy model. And it's like a five-step kind of thing that you want to think about. I'm going to introduce it right now. So let's get right into it. So I want you to think of like a pyramid. Now, there's different analogies we can use. You can do like a pyramid, like a building. It doesn't really matter. But think of it like a pyramid. For the purposes of today, think of it like a pyramid. Now, let's say that you slice up that pyramid into five areas. Okay, that's what I want you to visually think about. Okay, so a pyramid with kind of quadrants, five quadrants leading up to it. So like lines up each quadrant and each quadrant gets smaller and smaller. That's what you kind of want to visually think about. So I'll give you a moment. I can give you a few seconds to think about that because I want you to visually think about that when we talk about this. So a pyramid, 
five quadrants. Lowest one, obviously, the largest quadrant goes up to the tip, which is the smallest one. Think about it that way. Okay, awesome. So now each quadrant is going to be broken up into a different quote-unquote priority that we're going to be discussing today. Now, this is a bit of a controversial topic as well. And sometimes, um, sometimes it's hard for me to really think about this topic as well because I understand that nutrition can be so contextual. Okay, contextual, sorry. And it depends on the person you know, at hand who's kind of implementing it because everyone has different needs. So then some of these things, I don't want it to trigger you. So I don't want you to think, oh my God, are you seriously saying that's more important than that? Like that's not what I've been told. Or, you know, that goes against, you know, the general health, which is, you know, all about, you know, holistically looking at your, your body and that sort of stuff. All in all, I'm just saying that these are the priorities when at the most fundamental level, if you don't achieve the one prior to the one that we just talked about, you're not going to get as much success. So think about it that way. This is telling that it's just the priority. It doesn't mean that the other things are not important. They all build upon it. But the priorities are the things that really lay the foundation. Think of it that way. Okay, you want to lay some certain foundations before you put up the walls, before you put up all the other rest of the building. That's the way you want to think about it. So with that said, let's get right into it, okay? Because you want to hear about what is this pyramid and how does this apply to me? So when you're now we're looking at the pyramid, the bottom of the pyramid, the bottom quadrant, so to speak, is caloric intake, energy intake, total caloric intake, whatever you want to call it, doesn't really matter, calories. Okay, we're talking calories. Calories at the end of the day are at the most fundamental level, the key to achieving a certain goal, whether that comes through physique change, so you know, building up muscle mass, losing body fat, whatever. When it comes to sports performance, so optimizing your fueling strategy and recovery strategy, or when it comes to health, ensuring that you are consuming enough for healthy well-being. Calories are king in that regard. Now, people might go, you're saying calories are most important? You know, not everyone should be counting calories. You know, yeah, over-obsession over calories. You know, what about just eating healthy, healthy, balanced food? Yes, yes, I get all that stuff. But at the end of the day, for a specific goal, it all comes down to, are you eating enough? That doesn't mean everyone has to count calories. Doesn't mean calories are the only thing to focus on. Doesn't mean you have to obsess over calories. But at the most fundamental levels, if you want to make sure you're achieving your your sporting goals, your athletic goals or whatever it may be, you want to make sure you are getting enough calories for or getting the right amount of calories. So for fat loss, deficit, muscle gain, generally maintenance or surplus, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, for sports performance, are you getting enough calories to fuel you for your workouts and recover post-workouts? As you can see, calories are king when it comes to that. They're the, they're the fundamental kind of fundamental reality of nutrition comes down to calories. So that's just a reality. Now, beyond calories, now we go on to macros. So calories are good and all, but if you don't have the right macro balance, you're not going to achieve the success, okay? Because I can get someone to eat the right amount of calories, but if it's just coming from carbs, people ain't going to get the same success as someone that has like a, the even distribution of protein coming in, the right amount of fats, all that sort of stuff. So macro balance is key when it comes to body composition. It's key when it comes to sporting performance. It's key when it comes to health as well. And again, it doesn't mean everyone needs to count macros. That's a very dialed down approach that I use with some athletes. But it just means that your macro balance and the way you eat, the balance and the type of food you eat is going to be key. And that's why I have an 80-20 rule. Okay, So 80% of the time, eat your nice balanced whole foods of a nice variety. And then up to 10%, oh, sorry, 20%, up to 20%, you can eat you know, the fun foods that you love and enjoy. Not that you don't enjoy the 80%, but you know what I mean. Okay, <laughs> we're talking about the cookies and biscuits and donuts and those other things. 
See, that, that's why its macros are important because they really enable your nutrition strategy to be specific and direct and enables you to have a true strategy rather than just kind of winging it. Focusing on calories alone can get you started, but making sure that you have the right macro balance via, via you know, kind of tracking your macros or via just making sure that you're getting the right foods and the right food strategy in place, that's going to be key to really leveling up your goals and getting those specific goals you need. Now, the third thing, now we go up to the next tier. This one's the one that's more controversial. It's micronutrients. So this is when people go, wait a minute, so you're saying calories are more important than getting the right micronutrients? No, I'm saying that they're all important. It's just that when it comes to directly achieving a goal, getting enough you know, magnesium in your diet is not going to get you that goal. But getting the right magnesium in your diet as part of overall trying to achieve your goal for the optimization of macros and calories it's going to enable yourself to achieve the goal better, more sustainably, and to be a healthier athlete at that. See what I mean here? It's the high of importance in terms of direct impact, what you need to have achieved to be able to achieve a certain goal. That is why micronutrients comes in third. Still very important. You still need to make sure you're eating your varied diet. You still make sure that you're nutritionally adequate. But just being nutritionally adequate in itself is not going to help you achieve a certain physique. It's not going to help you become a better basketball player, a better soccer player. It's not going to help you become the healthiest person if you're eating all the micronutrients you need, but you're not eating enough calories in the first place or you're eating the wrong amount or your macro balance is off, you know, off whack. Because, you know, give someone a multivitamin, give them a couple multivitamins a day or whatever, you probably give them enough micronutrients. But if your calories and macros aren't where it needs to be, well, then you're not going to have a good nutrition foundation, a good nutrition strategy, and you're not going to get good results as a result of that. So that's what you want to think about it. So, so far, we've got calories, number one. Number two, macros. Then we go into number three, micronutrients. Now, the fourth one, so we're getting smaller and smaller. We're getting to the top, is meal timing slash frequency. Now, this can apply to just general meal timing. So when do you have breakfast? How often do you eat during the day, et cetera, et cetera. But it can also go down into the more nitty-gritty. So protein timing, carbohydrate timing, fat timing, all these sort of things. You can even put in their liquids. So hydration timing and hydration frequency, obviously, as well. But now we're going into how you can actually strategize your nutrition and balance it and break it up throughout the day in a strategic way, which is going to be different for everyone, of course. Certain sports will warrant something different. People who aren't in sports and just do gym are going to warrant something different. Runners are going to warrant something different, et cetera, et cetera. As you can see, a lot of customization comes into this. This is to give you the framework the actual application of this, well, that's where you need to see a sports dietitian, okay, to help you apply this. But this is what I want you to understand because a lot of people are jumping and focusing on the wrong things. A lot of people come and ask me, how, how often should I be eating during the day? Uh, I ask them, you know, you know have, you, have you worked on making sure you're eating enough food and that your food is the right kind of balance in, from a strategy point of view? Oh, well, no, no, I've just, I've heard that, you know, meal timing is, is the key to fat loss and we've got to make sure we're eating. That's, that's what I'm talking about here. That's the kind of issues people jumping steps without laying the foundation. So you want to know what your priorities are. You want to know what you're focusing on. And meal timing and meal frequency, well, it comes in fourth. Still very important. It still, it still kind of gives you that extra edge. But if you haven't achieved the right calories, right macros, you have, if you're not eating the right amount of micronutrient, right amount of micronutrients, I'm, I'm losing, my, losing my, my pattern there, then meal timing and meal frequency is going to be kind of like, yeah, okay, but when it comes to like protein timing, so you're getting enough protein throughout the day in the right manner, you know, 20 to 25 or whatever, each meal, that sort of stuff, those kind of specific strategies you might have heard about, 
They're good and all, they work, but not in place of the other three. So yeah, meal timing, meal frequency, macro timing, macro frequency, hydration strategy, all this sort of stuff. Very important at the end of the day if you want to really optimize your results, but they come later, okay? The priorities are different. It's not the first thing you want to focus on. It's something you want to focus on once you've laid down the foundation, okay? There's different analogies out there. One that, that I've heard used is to think of nutrition, like sports nutrition as like a cake, okay? So like calories and macros, that's like your, the base of the cake. Micronutrients, that's like the, and, and meal timing, that's like the icing. And then what are the sprinkles or what's the cherry on top of the sundae, so to speak? That's the next one we're going to talk about, supplements. Supplements are so overrated in the aspect that people go, what supplement should I take? Without even addressing the other four, okay? They might address maybe one or they, maybe, they, maybe they're just taking a multivitamin. So like, yeah, I've got my micronutrients done but I want to know what supplement, and technically that's a supplement, okay, so technically. Or they go, yeah, no, nah, you know, I'm eating more protein, and I'm focusing on my macros, but then they just jump to the supplement straight away. They're not focusing on calories. They don't know how much they're actually eating. Okay, you can, you can take all the supplements in the world, but if you don't have the right strategy, it's not going to work. So let's use something like, you know, creatine, which is something that a lot of gym goers and athletes use, and it's also one that's got very heavily researched, one of the most heavily researched. That's why I'm using it as an example. Creatine for certain individuals has been shown to have good effect. But if you're not eating the right amount of calories in the first place and you're under, under fueling, if you're not eating the right amount of a type of food, sorry, to enable yourself to eat the right amount of macros, taking creatine in itself, it's not going to really matter. It's not going to give you the, the same benefits. It's just going to be adding, it's gonna, just going to be adding things to the fire that are not the right things. Okay, that's the one you want to think about. Supplements really come last. When it comes to priority, supplements really come last because, first of all, most supplements don't even work. Of the small percentage that do work, they might not work for you as an individual because everyone responds differently. And then beyond that, they may not be apl- applicable to your specific situation and your specific needs. So now you're left with like a very, very, very small amount of supplements that could actually be of benefit. And if you're taking them, but you haven't addressed the other aspects of nutrition, the other priorities, well, you're not going to get the actual benefits from the supplement. It's literally in the name, supplementary. Okay, it's the cherry on top of the sundae. It's going to add that one to two extra percent potentially on top of your performance and your results. It's not going to be that 90% increase. It's just not. And people tend to think that it is. And that's why they focus on buying supplements. They focus on the marketing kind of gets them very easily because they go, oh, supplements are very easy. I just take it and it's going to give me my results. It just doesn't work that way. Okay, so yeah, at the top there, of least priority, I mean, of least priority within the scope of what priorities are, there are other things that you shouldn't even consider at all, supplements come in. Okay, so to recap that, at the bottom, we've got calories, your calorie balance. Then we've got macros, okay, your macro balance. Then we've got micronutrients, okay, aka nutritional adequacy, as I like to call it. Then we've got meal timing and meal frequency, or macro timing and macro frequency. And then we've got supplements, Okay, that's the pyramid. So I want to visually, visually think about it. That's the pyramid. And now if you want, like if you want a visual representation, just send me and go to Alexa, go to the climbing dietitian on Instagram. Just say, hey, I've listened to your podcast about the nutrition pyramid. Can you, can you send me the pyramid you know, picture? If you really, really want to, I'll send you one. But that's the priorities. Okay, that's the, that's the nutrition pyramid of priorities. And I hope it's been informative. Okay, I hope it's given you a different perspective on how to approach nutrition and why it's important to kind of 
structure your nutrition approach in the process in the right way and not jump steps and focus on the wrong things at the wrong time. Okay. Some people call it, you know, focusing on the wrong percent. Some people call it focusing on the wrong things. Some people just say, wasting your time. <laughs> okay. But whatever it may be, don't jump to things like supplements and meal timing when you haven't even addressed the foundation of the pyramid, the foundation of the building, the, the base of the cake, which is calories and macros. And then, of course, nutritional adequacy is important because you've got to be healthier while you're doing it. Goals are good and all, but goal being achieved while healthy is most important. So yeah, that's the nutrition hierarchy, the nutrition pyramid of priorities, whatever you want to call it. Do whatever kind of rings your bell. But I hope it's been informative. I hope it's helped you out. That's the most important thing. I hope this has helped you out. And if you've got any questions regarding it, please email me. Okay, In the show notes below, you'll be able to find details of how to contact me. And if you haven't already done so, go to Instagram and follow me at The Climbing Dietitian. Okay, The Climbing Dietitian on Instagram. And obviously on Facebook now if you use it. Because that's where I post a lot of content and where you can reach out to me as well. Now, if you listen to this and you're like, Alexa, I want your help. Okay, I want to work with a sports dietitian one-on-one. I really need to dial down my nutrition strategy. I want the accountability. I want the expert guidance. Okay, I want to work with you. Okay, if that's you, if you, no, all kind of jokes aside, if you really want to work with me, if you want to work one-on-one with a sports dietitian, let's talk. Okay, let's see if what I'm offering, let's see if my, my coaching program is the right fit for you. And let's have a chat and get started. Okay, because I really want to be able to help you. So if that's you, reach out. There's links and details in the description notes below for how to reach out. So until next time, have a good one. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.